welcome to the knyh podcast uh, this is a podcast focused on uh, storytelling uh, what it really means for us what it means for the world and how it's making a big way into uh, our personal and professional lives today i'm going to be speaking with uh, devlina who's a co-founder uh, at kahania and uh, my name is venkat i am also one of the co-founders at kahania so devlina and i are going to talk about uh, uh how kahania came into being and uh, also we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the components of storytelling and how it's uh, making a big way uh, in into our lives uh, on a, on an everyday basis so deblina welcome to the first podcast uh, how does it feel to have your own podcast i think it feels like the stories have a new voice now so thanks thank you and uh, thanks a lot to all the people who will choose to listen to us uh, which we hope is many many people excellent so we've been dabbling with the idea of this podcast for a while and uh, um interestingly i think we've tried to record it a few times but uh, uh with with uh, with the lockdown going away suddenly there's so much traffic and there's so much noise so it's it's about 9 pm right now and some of the noise is died down so hopefully we'll be able to get a good podcast going so um devlina in your mind you, you know why this podcast why i mean what do you think we will accomplish with this what what should you know uh, what should the people expect from this podcast yeah so you know what i feel is storytelling is something which uh, we both passionately i think uh, love to do it's who we are it's not just what we do but more than that i think um, it's an ancient skill all of us mm-hmm. are born with it Yep. which uh, you know like a manufactured craft created or mm. a recent phenomena it's something all of us i think uh, really enjoy mm. both mm. hearing and doing mm. and uh, you know what better way than a podcast where it's oral storytelling is one of the oldest traditions Correct. in the world but so what better way than a podcast to just connect with people through mm. storytelling but not just tell stories i think you know the when we kind of uh, look at this podcast we'll go beyond just sharing stories it will be personal it will be experiences it will also be some of the craft which we have learned and which we practice and it'll also be who we are because you know it's a summation of also uh, the work we have done and also what we try to uh, you know uh, what we try to learn and bring forward so that's the reason for the podcast it's all about storytelling but it's the art the craft the music the humor the science in all of it uh, which we want to bring out absolutely so i i, I remember this seinfeld episode where uh, you know where they they uh, uh, you know jerry and uh, george decide to come up with a show and then after a lot of uh, thinking they decide they're going to make a show about nothing so obviously this <laughs> podcast won't be about nothing but we do you know the idea i think is not to you know templateize it we don't want to fit right. in a box here so while storytelling will be the theme and story it's all about storytelling uh, we're going to go crazy right we're going to uh, we're going to try and keep it as as uh, unboxed as possible and so let's see where it goes yeah this, this is the first episode and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll we'll have a lot of fun with it um and it will also help us mm-hmm. to find another set of crazy people like us it's almost like your tribe through absolutely, storytelling right absolutely so it allows you to be who you are hope um, this game wise tribe grows yes yes 
yeah correct you know it's you know uh, uh, over time i've realized you know i've always been a rebel and storytelling writing these are disciplines which naturally allow you to question and uh, you know what better way than questioning to find your own tribe yeah. so hopefully will get there get us there absolutely and and hope that wish of yours comes true um so so just get diving a little bit uh, into this uh, into into storytelling itself um how how have we you know over the last few years as as you know as kahania has now started growing uh, or or even you know just just as you were getting into uh, you know creating this brand called kahania how how have you consciously applied uh, storytelling in your life be it uh, personally or professionally yeah so i think that's a question we've also been asking ourselves because mm-hmm. quite honestly it started happening unconsciously first so um, i've always loved numbers and stories both and you know i grew up uh, thinking these are two separate things so while my weekdays were consumed by numbers i used to work i love math and i chose a career which helped me do more of math um, and i think that did that for about 18 20 years of my career Mm-hmm. and investment banking investment management analytics it was as numbers driven as it could get um, but weekends i used to keep for writing and for music and for reading and i thought these were separate worlds uh, but then i think for me i think the conscious moment happened when i realized that the people who most inspired me whether it was business leaders um, or whether it was change makers you know social change leaders or you know some brilliant analysts uh they did have this in common that you know when they chose to share something whether it was written or verbal or music uh they were brilliant storytellers right and that mm. was i think something i found as a common thread and they used so many different methods it wasn't mm. just you know authors i love writing so obviously authors are like you know my mm. uh, tribe my natural tribe but it's beyond uh, say a margaret atwood or an agatha christie it's a musician you know who creates mm. beautiful music it's a business leader who you know charges up an entire team uh, it's a startup entrepreneur who can you know tell a story of a world nobody has seen mm-hmm. um it's very authentic you know the ones who do it well i also found that authenticity is underlying um, maybe the real change maker in storytelling and uh, you know that when i saw that happening and i realized it i was probably practicing it but unconsciously people were asking me for help but i was doing it unconsciously um i think that's when i started reading more and more about it because you know i've always been a reader and one of the first books i read about this was lead with a story by paul smith right and right. Uh, you know he approached it beautifully he uh, gave very practical examples of how storytelling was used in companies uh, mm-hmm. to uh, kind of build uh, collaboration teamwork um, empathy customer success all the things we know about but we probably don't think about storytelling as the binding factor he mm. kind of uh, opened my eyes to that uh, world uh, it was a gift actually given by my husband so we should i should probably thank him for that mm. and after that i kind of researched endlessly you know, and i found people using so many different ways of storytelling mm. hans rosling and how he used visualization to tell stories mm. um, you know there is a book called wall street Gra- graphics by donald brown again mm. such beautiful use of numbers mm. and storytelling mm. you know once i think um, once i started reading and researching i realized that many people um, have you know kind of worked on this and uh, i think what also happens is when you start doing it consciously you come up with your own method of understanding it and implementing it i think that's what happened 
kahaniya was you know like our address uh, where we brought together some of these learnings and our experience because we were all both of us were practicing storytellers right so i've been a author i've published books i write for it prime and i think venkat you know uh, you can share more about your experience as well mm-hmm. um so both in professional sphere whether it was finance or strategy or marketing as well as in the personal creative sphere i think we were practicing storytellers mm-hmm. and kahani was like a address to bring it together with a framework right. and that was the conscious part of it fact that we were able to put together a framework on how this could be applied uh, mm-hmm. you know in different context business and learning context i think that was the learning uh, but really i think unconsciously we have been doing it i mean that's what right. i realize now absolutely so uh, yeah i think uh, i've been a marketer for a long time now so i started with advertising then went into marketing communications so unconsciously i've always been in, in roles where i've translated uh, a thought or a need uh, into a piece of communication or into a campaign or into a or into a um, you know a, a graphic or or an ad uh, so unconsciously you know i've, I've been doing that uh, but as as you know with kahania and then with uh, you know with, with uh getting into this uh, deeper and deeper with every passing day um it's the uh, the way it has opened up new horizons or the way it changes the your ideation process or the way it changes uh, you, you know the way you look at your audience um it's it's phenomenal right so um and then you start realizing that there is a science behind this it's it's not just uh, what you come up in the moment but there are structures there are uh, frameworks there are so it's really the art and science of storytelling coming together right and i've seen a huge difference in the way i approach uh, marketing in the in the last few years um you know it is it is you almost start seeing your audience in front of you you start with that always uh, while when it's always been about the audience but yeah. now you you start looking at them as you know as as uh you, you know as as people who uh, it's about what they want right and and how do you get to that really fast so that that aspect of it i think is changed right. dramatically um and uh, it's it's a, every time you you want to uh, you know create a piece of communication or a campaign it's getting that much more sharper because you're figuring out uh you know what is that one thing that is going to appeal to them or how is that you're going to make a dent so so that way i think the yeah. conscious application has has changed uh, uh, the way i do things uh, in in a big big way correct correct and i don't know i mean i also feel you know one is building and crafting the story which i think both of us really enjoy doing mm-hmm. and in that you know we bring in try to bring in an understanding of audience um story structure and you know visualization maybe uh, the style element you know we do try and bring in all of that the other thing which i have realized and i think it's probably also some of the writing i've done uh, you know with et prime investigative writing is you also become a story finder right so when you read things or when you see things which are not authentic if you apply the storytelling lens and you know you think from the audience point of view i think you're also able to spot uh what is not a good story which is i think equally important yeah, because like yeah. you said often times when you have to translate sometimes somebody else's stories 
and uh, we often don't know where the story uh, where the real gem of the insight is mm-hmm. and True. you know one of the things we have done in kahania is we do work a lot with data yeah. now data does help us get insight but it also clouds uh, mm. our own uh, bias right. accounts so story finding i think is one more thing kahania has consciously or unconsciously taught us that you know authentic insight maybe lies in one part of the story and sometimes you know um maybe because we have been trained to say things a particular way uh, we use lot of things which we call purple prose or couching mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. which completely miss out the insight um and uh, i think that's one of my biggest learnings right and all uh, companies you know have um, sometimes you know not all companies many companies even really good companies sometimes get into the habit of saying things um which over time may not hold up right so the story i think is the leading indicator of the company and as long as that is so close to what the company is really trying to do to its solution to its culture um i think it's really great mm. but the moment the story breaks away um and the story becomes divorced from the reality uh, i think um uh, you do see uh, signs of that yep. happening you yep. know in the communication and later that comes up in the financials in the customer trust absolutely so, i think storytelling at a much deeper level helps us to even uh, question that true you, you know and and great point uh, you, you know like you say it has to be uh, you know the foundation of a good story is is data right so this is not really about making stories right this is or making up stories uh, this is about finding the story from the data from the facts so the the foundation is you know you always great stories have a great foundation of data or facts um and and the art and science is really applied on top of that for it to make a story that will sell or a story that will appeal to someone right so uh, i i think the uh, you know as kahania personally uh, it has this journey has uh, uh, you know has as changed a lot for me so hopefully we'll be able to share a lot more of this uh, you know with the audience and uh, with the people we work and hopefully it will make a you know a huge impact in their lives too um so i just wanted to ask you you know it's been it's been a few years now since since you know kahania has been around what does it mean for you so kahania i think started with the common uh, i think it was it was something which we were doing unconsciously like we said and then it kind of came together as a story uh, which we could build uh, but you know we never looked at it as a startup we never looked at it as something you know mm-hmm. which we do for be by you know so and so date uh, it was very organic we were really discovering our own stories through kahania is how i look at it and i think for the first time kahania gave me a chance to you know combine these two seemingly disparate parts of my personality so the part which is completely analytical data driven number driven and the part which is completely creative even probably crazy and you know uh, looks at humor and everything i think for the first time in my uh, student and working life i felt that i had a I had, i had a way to combine both and i had a way to not just combine both but also find people who were willing to listen to me uh, when i was able to combine both and that i think was um, hugely uh, empowering for me it it actually helped me find myself um in a way and um, so that's how i look at the journey right i think we all go through life telling our stories it's not new mm. to anyone we all tell stories but 
sometimes it to reach reach deeper you know maybe the story doesn't serve us anymore or maybe you know in some cases the story uh, is not something which is um, at some level uh, true right and mm-hmm. we have to reach deeper and find out what really is the story we are trying to build whether it's ourselves and our, or even the companies which we are building or we are part of and that's the finding the story part mm-hmm. um, i think kahana at the deepest level did help me personally do that it helped me find my own story and then i think it's about living the story right even after we find our stories and you know uh, which could be what you call purpose and mission and you know personal right. vision right then not going to be overnight different right and people sometimes tell you just search for the passion but the search for the passion doesn't automatically cure anything we have mm. to still go mm. through it's still going to be hard and right. you know there'll be so many hurdles still along the way so right. i think the other thing kahaniya is still teaching me and i think that is not over mm. is how do you live the story right once mm, you mm. realize you love doing something right. and um, people also uh, probably look at you for building expertise in that area how do you keep building it and not uh, you know uh, not get swayed by other mm, things which could mm, happen mm. so i think living the story i think it will take me the whole life probably yeah. um, once um, you know once you come to that level of understanding but that's the other learning so i think uh, it this entire journey of telling finding and living the story is what i see kahaniya as having taught me personally and uh, in a nutshell i think it's the address it's it's my yeah. real address yeah beautifully said devlina beautifully said i think i feel, i mean i i feel the same way about it uh, this is one of this is like a, a you know you can call it a sanctuary uh, where you know you you get to express yourself creatively uh, where even the frameworks are organic and not built out of uh, you know a need to build a framework um, so i i feel there's this this is this is where uh, you, you know it is there's a certain freedom about the way we are building kahaniya the way we work with people there you know it's not bound by targets it's not bound by uh, a need to achieve something i think it's just a question of us uh, wanting to express our views and thoughts and our creativity in a in a certain way um and obviously having fun along the way that is the most important thing isn't it um, right. so i think the that is i think non that's the only non negotiable thing right <laughs> having fun absolutely i think one thing which i've realized is you know the more uh, maybe creative disciplines do do that right i think there is no end right i mean you always you can write something somebody else can write in in such a different way and such a beautiful way that you can only keep learning um and i think the beauty i feel about storytelling is of course you know there are um, there is a science part like you mentioned venkat which uh, gives us a framework and we have come up with our own knyh framework uh, so there is a lot of things we can learn from the craft and from the science of it but then there's the art part of it right which you can keep evolving keep learning keep changing and keep improving and uh, i think that that never ending learning uh, curve is something i find uh, you know so inspiring because where else will you find this you know this chance to keep learning and keep uh, enhancing absolutely agree um, and uh, it's been it's been a pretty good ride i would say last last 2 uh, 3 years uh, and hopefully you know it will continue uh, so uh, you know i have just talking about the year that's gone by um, obviously it's this is one of those years that has completely taken us all by surprise right so it's been it's been tough 
uh, it's been you know just just what you hear and what you see uh, and what we have experienced in the last few months uh, with covid uh, has been just unbelievable right um, so in your mind you know how has this from you know, you know what kind of um, what does it tell you about about the stories that we've been seeing i mean globally what has been happening how, how do you actually make sense of it uh, from a storytelling standpoint so i think at every level i feel there is deeper need now for storytelling there's a lot which doesn't make sense to us right so there are a lot of questions which we have a lot of things came to us so suddenly that we are really searching for answers each one of us um there are some also really beautiful things which have happened uh, you know for people uh, more time with family being the least of them um so i think there are questions which you know maybe generations don't get to ask these questions because we are so busy in the day to day life this kind of gave us a almost like a you know stopwatch right to rewind a lot of things and to ask a lot of questions and you know the beauty about storytelling is there is no right and wrong right you don't say this is the right story this is the wrong story the voice of the story is what tells you the perspective so stories are always multi it can have multiple perspectives and i think that's what this year was about this year was terrible for many people and this yeah. year was maybe amazing for some people and this mm-hmm. year was mm-hmm. so these are all stories about the year and i think as we go forward you know maybe you know we will get to hear these uh, multiple perspectives because till now we are only hearing or we are only seeing what has been our own experience i think it's opened us up to a lot more because the nature of this being so global uh you know somebody sitting in bangalore and somebody sitting in uh, sao paulo are going through a similar experience mm-hmm. at one point of time i think that's a historic moment yeah. uh, which we are living right now and yeah. you know as somebody who loves stories loves history loves data i think that moment that power of that moment i think is uh, is really tremendous mm-hmm. so covid has also not just taught us about the importance of stories of other people and their but also mm. the need to kind of uh, reach out uh, mm. to people who we may not meet uh, physically face to face but just to connect mm. and stories are again a great way to connect and open up uh, maybe to just appreciate other perspectives so bit more empathy maybe i think is what this year has taught us uh, from just our own you know world view and viewpoint and um, i think lot more time for you know things which we probably wouldn't have got otherwise so reading for sure um you know i'm very biased about reading i love to read mm-hmm. but i think this year has given me a lot of time to read and what better way than to read words of people who have codified yeah. their learning over you know centuries yeah um i think even some beautiful uh, probably um you know uh, videos and uh, you know screen um uh, plays which have come up mm. so stories in many different forms music you know different music beautiful music um so i think it's given us a chance to enjoy stories in different forms Mm. also given us hopefully a uh, uh, curiosity to learn about stories of different forms uh, mm. because we do realize all of us are going through this together but all of us have different stories about how we'll come out of this right right i yeah i think uh, you know i think uh, this has had a huge impact on on just the way we look at the world and uh, you, you know the way i was thinking the other day uh, how the the nature of the stories this changed uh, or keep changing as 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 covid uh, as the as the uh, impact of covid changes right as as the intensity of it is changing how stories are changing you know probably just starting with 
you know as it as it uh, you, you know accelerated through the world how the the stories of fear um, and then you know as as people started to uh, as as the lockdown started there were stories of uh, of of kindness there were stories of uh, you know communities just coming together you know i saw this amazing video of how two different musicians were complimenting each other from you know two two buildings away um and how you know the whole world was cheering uh you know uh, health workers uh, by coming on their balconies at a certain point in time and and clapping for them and then there were stories of hope there were stories of separation there were stories of uh, you know absolute sadness uh, uh, of people losing their loved ones and then there were stories of relief as start as as the you know uh, as intensity started to fade away a bit and now there are stories of hope right you, you know how uh, how this we might actually uh, get past uh, all of this and and things might get to a normal state at some point in time so the fabric of stories changed but so many such stories and i think this was a time when people started getting in a lot more in touch with those those aspects of life and and you know and, and i think these stories were there for everyone to see uh, because i think a time before this we were all so caught up in our lives and in the traffic and the the travel and air, airports and train stations and what not but this time has forced you know has forced us to sit down uh, in our homes with our families and think through all of these and i think it has given us the time to think of um, the stories in our lives uh, a lot more consciously right so uh, it's it's uh, it's been i think more than anything uh, a huge learning for the for, for this entire uh, you know uh, mankind actually um, so that's that's probably the way i see it but uh, completely agree with what you're saying i think uh, you know if uh, if anything this is this is probably Uh, one event that uh, is 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 going to redefine the way uh, we look at our own lives and look at uh, you know humanity in general correct correct in fact you know what you said about the changing shape of stories right so mm-hmm. i remember sometime uh, i think spotify had done this ad mm-hmm. where they had taken this year i think 2018 or 2019 mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. had taken significant right. events happening through the year right. and they had about songs you know most people heard on that day mm-hmm. um, it's almost you know this year if you look at it in reflection 2020 yeah. because yeah. Started, of course it started from january but i think it, the intensity started from march mm-hmm. uh, at least right? so mm-hmm. from march to december mm-hmm. it's like you know every month maybe mm-hmm. even 15 days mm-hmm. uh, you know for different groups of people is like a different story right, right? and there's right. a different different title to that story right mm-hmm. so in the month of march in calcutta yeah, there's a story yeah, yeah. you know crisis month yeah. of may in kerala there's a story yeah. of hope so yeah. that's how i see it and i think we had never seen this both the plural, plurality and also the mm-hmm. common mm-hmm. of what we go through as humans i think especially for our kids uh, you know for many of them you know maybe this is the first crisis they are personally seeing and to some extent you know they are also getting impacted by mm-hmm. you know not mm-hmm. being able to go to school and all of that so um i don't think it'll ever leave us you know the what yeah. we learned this what we experienced this, uh, this year it will probably be like you know people who went through similar you know catastrophic events right maybe they survived 
world war or you know spanish flu you know people who went through those historic moments i think it will later in life we will think of it as a moment like that now we are too close to it so probably we're just still you know trying to get through get through it and you know somehow mm-hmm. process yeah but later we look back at it and somehow i think these threads will come together Absolutely. of experiences stories are the common thread completely agree with you um so uh, so i think storytelling has been around right i mean it's not it's not something new it's not uh, you know it's not something that just uh, you know came came alive in the in the last few years or something i think it's been around but what i've been noticing is that in the in, in the prof, in, in the workplace from on a on a professional front suddenly storytelling has become storytelling has become uh, very very relevant right everybody's talking about this data storytelling uh, storytelling you know in leadership uh, you know so how why do you think there's there's a sudden uh, you know you, you know sudden rise of storytelling in the professional sphere uh, what's your take on that yeah i think this is something we've also probably heard from some of our customers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we also experienced it in the right. you know professionals we are in is that you know there is too much of uh, structure mm-hmm. and uh, rules uh, which have been set in certain um, uh, certain roles and corporate spheres and the space for individuality therefore had increasingly reduced mm-hmm. and i think stories uh, maybe had started being less authentic um i think that i feel is the is a bottom line right so we've been called for example for um storytelling in strategy discussions right so how do you make sense of the strategy you know mm-hmm. through application of storytelling or mm-hmm. using data right? so you are crunching all the numbers possible but mm-hmm. when you are presenting you are not able to get the buy in that you really need from business mm-hmm. because you are not able to connect with right. the real story right so i think what is happening is you know uh um, there are people who are fantastic at their work whether it's mm. working with numbers or working with strategy working with technology working on products you know working with um, you know uh, onboarding customer success they are fantastic at their work mm. but i think there's a lot of technology which is you know reshaping the processes and you know bringing in more automation more efficiency which are all great things and which will happen more but mm. at the end the other end the person who's having to take some action Right. whether it is getting influenced or persuaded or you know approving something that person is a human mm. and uh, no matter how much we change as humans i think we still love stories i think that's probably the undeniable truth about us you know it's mm. one of those universal truths right that we do mm. love this and uh, with so much of communication around us i think everybody is a creator now you know with all the right. uh, you know science around us mm-hmm. i think there's two at us from all directions and if you know more and more things start sounding the same i think somewhere we just don't uh, connect with it anymore so i think it's that lack of connection it's the overuse of technology based rules and processes and uh, maybe need for a little bit more deeper authenticity which mm. i think is driving it at the same time i think there is a darker side to this so there are people you know who might just say storytelling and as you said in the beginning venkat make up stories yeah. which is wrong yeah. uh, because you know, the greatest danger uh, is inauthentic inauthentic storytelling right yeah. if you are a good storyteller you will sway audience and you mm. will you know persuade people 
and you know it's like spiderman right with great power does come great responsibility yeah, true true it is up to us to keep saying this it's not about making up stories mm. uh, if we want to write fiction we can you know do that separately but the real application of business of storytelling is to really focus on truth but to find the insight in the truth and to be able to communicate that in a way which is really understood by the audience mm-hmm. correct so it's, it's structure it's uh, you know uh, what you call pre attentive attribute right really understanding audience it's all of those mm-hmm. no way you know changing the story i don't think that's what storytelling is about but unfortunately i think that is a danger anything which then gets gets overused right mm. over uh, you know simplification or you know right. that being misused i think is something we need to all guard against those who are really practitioners of this true yeah i i think so so you know my, this is this is sort of the way i look at it uh, that you know with industrialization obviously a lot of work you know becomes processized and then as as the, as the as the 2000s approached it was a lot about uh, you, you know uh, augmentation and then uh, you, you know it was about doing a lot of the uh, very uh, you, you know processized jobs Uh, and then you know as 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 so with time now we're talking about ai automation so it's really uh, humans have have become a part of a you know like a, like a uh, they're part of this uh, work you know work stream they're part of these uh, uh, you know uh, they're this part of this big machinery which is churning out uh, work constantly and i feel somewhere along the way the human touch has has sort of faded away a bit right uh, and as that starts to happen you know somewhere i feel that uh, in uh, the things we do somewhere lacks the the life uh, that it that it needs to have right and i think people have realized that um, and as that realization has become stronger and gets stronger and stronger uh, the need for storytelling also you know starts to surface right uh, people start feeling the lack of that uh, ingredient in 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 whatever they do be it uh, be it presentations be it uh, analysis be it uh, you know leadership talks be it any kind of communication or or connection right uh, and i think that like you know that has what is uh, that is what is driving this whole surge um, and 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 great right i mean it's it's uh, it's we, we all are human and as as long as we are here uh, and as long as uh, the the whole uh, industries um, you know continue to service clients and so in my mind every every we, we are all whatever we do is finally between people right and as 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 long as those connections exist and as long as we have to get work done as long as we have to make an impact you always have to appeal to people and uh, and if uh, you know if if we can get this uh, these these components of storytelling into our everyday interactions and everything we do it's going to enrich those those connections and i think it's going to uh, you know change the way we work in a in a big big way so absolutely agree with uh, you know what you say and i think uh, hopefully this um hopefully this surge uh, will continue but will also get stabilized so that it's not so much about just artificially infusing 
uh, storytelling into into everything, but to actually consciously apply, right? I would I would uh, uh, want to make sure, or I would uh, hope that that's that's where that's where it leads to, rather than you know people just just you know applying five principles of storytelling in everything they do, and uh, you know end up create making up stories, right? That should not be the case. Right, 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 right. So uh, I think you know we have we've covered quite a bit, quite 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 a bit of you know what what who we are and what we're trying to do and how storytelling you know is is, is gradually changing the world, changing the way we do things. So uh, you know just just uh, I, I want on a lighter note I wanted to ask you is there is there like one iconic movie dialogue that that you that kind of that that has stuck in your head and you know that you feel has a very uh, you know that, that that that's got a story behind it um, that you know that every time it you know it uh, you think of that dialogue you know you can almost tell the story correct correct i'll give you two you know so i'll give okay. you a dialogue okay. on two, but i think since i love reading uh-huh. i'll also give you a sure, sure. not a dialogue but a quote from an author sure um, so from a movie dialogue point of view, there's this movie called Shawshank Redemption. Yes, yes. Uh, which, you know, it was actually not a hit when it was released. I was amazed to hear right, this. Right, right. Uh, I love that. I don't know how many times I've seen this. And each time I see it, I think by now I know the dialogues by heart. Mm-hmm. There's one dialogue which is get busy living or get busy dying. Right. So I like the derivative of that dialogue, which is get, bu- get busy reading and get mm-hmm. busy living. Mm-hmm. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that, I think for me, my you know understanding of the world starts with reading so i think reading i feel gives you those multiple perspectives and you know a chance to understand people whom you will never meet mm. um, i think come from reading and then living and unless we are really living our lives and experiencing things what stories will we tell correct you won't have to tell so i think reading and living for me it's the crux of storytelling and i just love that derived quote from mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. And the other thing on a more lighter note is I'm a huge fan of Agatha Christie mm-hmm. and the crime fiction genre and the whodunit and you know mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's supposed to have said this quote, of course, mm-hmm. you know, uh, she's no longer there, but the quote is attributed to her, which is that, you know, I think of stories when I'm washing dishes. Wow. And I think for me, it's become like that, you know, whether I'm washing dishes or, you know, reading or just staring out of the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think storytelling has become something which, um, which has consciously become a part of me now. So I'm always thinking of characters, thinking mm-hmm. of metaphor, mm-hmm. thinking of you know how to show data better. And uh, there's no better time than doing things which we anyway have to do, which is like washing dishes, uh, you know, during COVID times, you know, keeping the house clean, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's no downtime for storytelling. Mm-hmm. You're always. I think that's my biggest realization. Nice. So. You know, there's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge movie buff, just like you. Uh, so uh, there's this movie called Few Good Men, and I'm sure you know about it. It's one of probably the best courtroom uh, dramas ever made. Um, and, and you know, and I'm sure this is, this, this is not just unique to me, but uh, I'm sure a lot of other people also love this <clears throat> particular dialogue from the movie. It's that moment when you know, Jack Nicholson is being grilled by Tom Cruise, uh, you, you know, about the code red. And, and he just says, uh, you want the truth, you can't handle the truth. And, and that, that, 
that that's like a turning point in the movie right till then he's this and if you just see if you just see the, the, those few that exchange between tom cruise and jack nicholson like when he says you want me on that wall you need me on that wall you know it's 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 like you 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 cannot take your eyes away you know from the screen yeah you get goosebumps and and for that for few minutes you you, you don't even care about tom cruise right it's <laughs> you know you, you you want you're rooting for jack nicholson you want him to you know you see him in in that light and and to me that that's powerful storytelling because uh, he uh, while he he's 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 at fault he also has this uh, such a deep belief that that he did something right for his country that uh, you know the audience is left wondering uh, what's right and wrong right so uh, obviously he's a fantastic actor but um, just the way it was the scene was set up and the way he delivers that uh, that monologue is just is phenomenal right uh, so right. Uh, yeah i mean there's so many just examples but that one always kind of uh, you know and i'm sure it has been used and used and used in so many different contexts in so many other movies as well but uh, it's 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 that, that one has stuck with me uh, for a long long time now correct correct and we should probably use a segment where every time you do a movie dialogue in the movie dialogues in the characters voice let's try that i'm not very good at it but i don't care <laughs> i'm just going to do it this is my podcast <laughs> correct correct and i think through this podcast we not just talked about storytelling we also gave two movie recommendations choshan oh, uh, and a few good men so if nothing else i think those two movies are great examples of storytelling yeah who knows you know in in, in future in future episodes we could end up doing movie recommendations uh, you know through through storytelling so uh, you correct. know i think we could have a lot of fun with it so yeah i think um, you know we're going to probably uh, this is uh, bring this to a logical conclusion here this podcast this particular yes, episode exactly <laughs> i don't think they can handle the truth anymore <laughs> so, so i mean, i think it was an amazing conversation debina and for our first episode i think uh, we had a lot of fun i think there were some dogs barking in the background but uh, in the they were telling their story exactly um, so in the spirit of uh, you know imperfection is also perfection i think uh, we're going to keep it this way and we're going to release this recording there's going to be some background noise there's going to be some uh, internet glitches but we are proud of our first episode and uh, that's how we're going to do it right and hopefully it'll be a lot less noisier from episode 2 but uh, i i had a lot of fun with this one devdina and hope you did as well yes. and uh, we're really looking forward to our next one and yes. as to what the uh, what the topic will be uh, we'll let you know very soon so yes. thanks and for, for are, sorry sorry and we, yeah i was just saying for the ones who are listening and who will listen um, you know we will go crazy with storytelling as we promised but mm-hmm. uh, let us know if there are any topics or any anything which you would like to hear and we will uh, you know make sure we also cover that back Excellent. to you ben. absolutely so thanks uh, everyone for tuning in uh, this is the first episode of the knwise podcast we'll uh, have a lot more for you we'll cover a whole gamut of topics uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it we'll, we'll um, we're going to bring you uh, so many aspects of storytelling both in professional and personal lives so thank you for tuning in and um, hopefully you'll have fun with this one 
Thank you. Thank you, everyone.